Welcome to SEO Success for Small Business Owners, the podcast about SEO, inbound marketing, content creation, and more. And I'm your host, Graham Knight. When you create SEO-optimized blog posts or sales pages, there's one thing that a lot of people forget that could actually help you rise to the top quicker than you think possible. It's a small but crucial step. Welcome to episode 42, and today I'm going to talk about the SERPs. Before I knew what SEO and rank tracking was, I'd slept together an article that was grammatically incorrect, had terrible overall structure, had few helpful and contextually meaningful assets such as images or graphs or charts, and then I'd post it on my website and wait for it to do, well, nothing. Tumbleweed flew over the desolate desert of my website and weeks would go by and there would be no sign of civilization. The articles I wrote were not designed in a way that would have been helpful to a reader in their particular search context. I mean, I was so off the mark in providing the right information to the right person, it really was like throwing spaghetti at a wall to see what stuck. And to be fair, there are some artists that actually do throw spaghetti at walls and they make millions of dollars because, well, they're well known in their art circles, but I certainly was not the WordPress equivalent of that. Professional SEO people always talk about content being an asset. Well, that's odd. What the heck is a content asset and why is it? Well, why is it an asset? And the answer to that is is that the content has been put together in such a way that it has been engineered to succeed, or at least it has a fighting chance of succeeding in a world where us individuals and us humans have way too much information in our lives. A content asset could be a YouTube video, a podcast episode, a blog article on a website, or any other type of knowledge-carrying vehicle that sticks around for people to see on the internet. And it's an asset because of the sheer amount of investment that has been made to produce it. It takes real people power, real money, real effort to create the asset that's worthy of ranking in search engines. For us pro SEOs, the content asset has to be improved and nurtured over time. It's not just a set and forget exercise. It's a bit like having investments in your portfolio and moving them around from time to time so that you can get the best bang for your buck when the market dictates. One of your most important documents that you can create before you even hit the keyboard to create your blog content is the content strategy. And a content strategy is a breakdown of important information you need to know before you create your article. It gives you context about what search engines are serving for a query, what type of search engine result page features, those are the SERPs, what type of blog posts and what type of assets such as videos, images, and podcasts are being displayed. Creating a strategy can be as simple as creating a bullet point list of things that you see in the SERPs, or it can be a detailed document containing screen captured images and lots and lots of notes. What you're trying to do when you create a content strategy is understand what Google is serving to the searcher for the keyword that your article will target. Get the content strategy right, and it'll be like a dark mist leaving your vision as you start to understand exactly what you should create and the way that you should create it. Try this as an exercise. Type plumber near me in Google. 
and let's break down what you're likely to see in the search results. Chances are that you'll see some paid ads. You'll probably also see a map pack listing plumbers. And this is a list of business details with a map that shows you local plumbers within your geographic region. You might see a people also ask section where people have clearly asked questions about plumbers. Then you might see organic results, which are the pages that rank from number one to number 10 in Google. And in this case, they're most likely to be business service pages. If you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you might see a related search section. Assume for a minute you wanted to create a website for your plumbing business. All of the results in the search page tells you what direction your front page might take in order to get listed. You'll certainly want a Google business profile for the map pack. You might want to place ads. And you'll certainly want to answer people's questions. You'll also want a good service page that's in line with those results that are in the top 10. As a second exercise, let's type a completely different search term into Google. How to cook baguettes. You'll probably see recipe listings at the top of the results. Maybe a people also ask section with questions about how to cook baguettes and what baguette recipes should include. You'll notice that there are some videos listed and the organic results clearly show recipes with reviews next to them, giving social proof from real people about how good the recipes are. The related search section right at the bottom of the page might list baguette relevant keywords. And on my results page, I also notice a recipe section where there's a breakdown of the key baguette ingredients. Now, do you see how the output for the two searches differ? One is very transactional for plumbers and aims to guide the searches toward a business. And the second is clearly telling me how I can bake the tastiest baguettes possible. Next time you create a blog post, go through a simple exercise. For your chosen keyword, open up an incognito browser window and search for your keyword. We like to use an incognito window because it will ignore all of the cache data that gives search results tailored to you. Write down all the features you see on the search results page. Try to figure out how you can add to what you see. For example, if you see videos, then you know you might want to create a video. If you see people also ask, then perhaps you could answer these types of questions. If you see images, then maybe your post needs great image assets. And if you see a map pack, then you might need to make your Google business profile better. Write down what you see and all your ideas on a piece of paper or in a document, then open up the top 10 organic search results one by one and see how each of the pages is created. Are they lists? Are they long form articles? How many words do they have? How many images do they have? And what other assets do they have within them? Capture everything and add it to your content strategy document. At the end of the exercise, you'll understand how the SERPs are broken down, what type of content the search engines are serving for your keywords, and you'll see that creating a better version of what you already see in the SERPs will almost certainly let you compete with other posts and pages. Thanks for listening to SEO Success for Small Business Owners. The podcast can be found everywhere podcasts are available. 
You can check out all the links and resources mentioned and catch up on all episodes at www.newrootdigital.com.